Family from the Heart, episode 101. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. Each week, we come here and share with you a little bit of our lives, letting you know what's going on in our family, but also just bringing topics that are of interest to maybe, I don't know if we're quite the average American family, uh, but obviously things that I think are pretty universal in in many families as, as far as some of the issues and some of the things that we deal with. What do you mean by you don't know for the average family? I think we're a little out of the ordinary. Okay. Well, we were average until two years ago. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Yeah. I'm just a little weird. That's all. Mm, Well, that's always been the case. That has always been the case. I don't think that just occurred two years ago. No. (laughs) Nor do I think you've just realized it. Exactly. (laughs) There you go. So anyway, uh, exciting to be back here today. I just want to give you guys an idea real quickly of some of the things we're going to cover in this episode. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about uh, our son, Matthew, who is eight years old and in the third grade. Yep. And basically whether or not maybe we made the right or wrong decision to put him in school when we did. (laughs) I know we've kind of touched on this in the past, but kind of want to give you a little update. And and Stephanie and I had a really interesting conversation um, recently about that. And we just wanted to bring some of that to you guys and have that conversation here. Uh, Mary Junker suggested a great topic for us Um, just and I think it's like why haven't we talked about this before Uh, but what are some ideas of good cheap dates are you sure we haven't talked about this before and pretty much said we don't know no I'm pretty sure we haven't because I have some ideas okay anyway but I think maybe we talked maybe in an old 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 episode of my crazy life back in the day okay all right. All right. And then, of course, um, how to encourage, you know, how, how can a parent encourage their children to pursue their passions? Uh, something that Chrissy had wrote in the forum. Okay. And by the way, real quickly, uh, we do you like family from the heart? I'm asking the audience. I, uh, I know. I'm, it's just I was looking at you. <laughs> right. I was I was just waiting. It's like, well, I was I was hoping Stephanie well. was like, well, I've been thinking about it. <laughs> no, seriously, you as the listener, as the as a member of our community out there listening to us, do you like Family from the Heart? I'm going to ask you if you enjoy this show, would you do me a favor? In in just a second, will you pause this recording? And that's pause with an L in it because uh, that's where I that's how I speak, yo. All right. And that it, totally didn't work. That did not work at all. But in just a minute, I'm going to give you a phone number. Will you pause the recording or the playback of this podcast? And will you do me this favor? Will you call our listener feedback hotline? And will you propose to us some topics to cover for this show? And also maybe you could even do it in the form of a question Uh, that can be questions about personal and and all this other stuff. I'm always looking for what is it that you guys want us to talk about related to family life and 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 stuff like that, whether it be husband and wife stuff, uh, questions about when we were engaged, you know, all these other things um, that, that have anything to do with family life at all. I'm always looking out for new topics to cover here. And, uh, you know, basically there are are two ways you can do this. One, you could pause right now and you could go to gspn.tv forward slash FFTH topics for Family from the Heart topics. And that's how I actually got uh, Mary Junker is the one who uh, suggested the topic of cheap dates and uh, Chrissy M., uh, dis, uh, suggested the topic of how to encourage your children to pursue their passion. Uh, so that you could do it in the forum at gspn.tv slash FFTH topics. However, if you could be, if you'd be willing to do this, this would be awesome. Would you pause after I tell you the phone number and call right now and say, Hey, this is so-and-so and I'm calling for family from the heart and either ask a question or suggest a topic. And if 50 people did that, if 50 people did that, we would have 50 topic ideas moving <laughs> forward. And it would be it would. a huge blessing to me personally. It would. All right. So if this show has been a blessing to you, would you consider doing that <laughs> right now after you hear this phone number, 859-795-4067. Again, 859-795-4067. Right. All right. So Stephanie. Clifford. I uh, want to start things off talking about Matthew. You okay. want to give a little background of 
some of the history for those who haven't listened to Family from the Heart all okay. along. Well, um, Matthew is eight years old. He's in the third grade. Um, we decided when Matthew was in preschool, we had the opportunity because he has an early birthday. We had the opportunity that we could hold him in preschool another year or send him on to kindergarten. And at the time, um, he was so ahead academically, we decided to send him on to kindergarten. That was the best decision at that time. Right. He, he, we had sent him to a private Christian preschool mm-hmm. and, and they're phenomenal and they're phenomenal. I love them. The, he, the amount of tension that they had with him and, and stuff like that. They really were. Anyone with him. who lives in our area, I would re, I would suggest go there. Yeah. Hands down. I love them and they know that. Yeah. And, well, and, um, and by the way, it's hard to get in because the, people actually, <laughs> people camp out the night before right. registration. It's, it's like, it's like Yale for preschool. It is. You know, it, it's insane. We, the, the funny thing is, is that when it was time for Megan to go to preschool, I thought, you know, are we, are we sending them off too early? And on the other hand, I'm like, I can't get this kid out of my hair fast enough. You know, it's like, but but people really do fight to get into this preschool. And so he was Well, they don't fight. Well, not physical, but <laughs> yeah, I mean you're fighting you're fighting against um, you know, time to get there yes. first before anybody else so you can get, you know, one of those early numbers and uh, so you can get yeah. the class selection of your choice. And I mean, it's, so It's like yeah. trying to get tickets to a Miley Cyrus concert for your <laughs> your tweeny child. Yeah, right. Exactly. Well, we have a tween and she's no longer into Miley Cyrus. So, well, yeah. Yeah. Maybe a little younger than that. Well, if it were two years ago, maybe. How's that? Yeah. So anyway, she uh, wasn't a tween. Though. But you said people so, are people are so, fighting. So, Parents are fighting to get in. They're not fighting and it's like each I have this, other. I have just this idea of this Christian private yeah. preschool where all these Christians come together we just and beat they beat each other up until we get in. That's, exactly. That's pretty much how it goes. But, no. Anyway, um, fun stuff. There's. So he did it's really well. sought after. He did really and he well. He did really well. He went there for two years. Um, obviously, he went to the three-year-old program and then again to the four-year-old program. And we had the opportunity. We could have put him in the four-year-old program again, or we could send him on to kindergarten. Right. Because of his age, he, you know, he was right at that cutoff of, you know, what what is allowed to get in, at what age do you get, right. or what birth date are, is allowed to come right. into kindergarten. Because in our state, the, the cutoff is October 1st and Matthew's birthday is September 4th. Right. And so we had that, we so had, had the, he been, the ability to make that decision. So had he been b- born three weeks later than what he was, it would be required by law that he wait that he for wait another year. year. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're saying. Right. Right. And, um, and so anyway, so we decided that he was going to go on to kindergarten and, um, in kindergarten, minus his teacher, he did fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so we're okay. He's going on to first grade, and in the first grade, it's not where I mean he was still academically performing on, on grade level. Yes, which we were like, well, that's fantastic because all the kids in the class are like nine months older than he is, you know, and which has been the case all Ever along. Since, yeah, and um. And so, you know, if he's staying on grade level, that, I mean, that is, that is perfect. And then we went to first grade and he still did pretty well. well. That's, that's what I said. First grade, he was still doing on grade level. Um, And first grade was also when we started to see like the, the serious maturity differences. That was the difference there. That was the maturity difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the other kids were a little bit more able to. Uh, you know, calm down, not be so talkative in class right. and fidget and, right. and all the other stuff. And, and, and so he, I mean, he was developmentally, 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 de- yeah, thank you, developmentally and mentally, he was a year younger than everybody else right. in his class. And so that kind of, that was starting to show up ever so slightly in the first grade, in the first grade, in the second grade, we had a very laid back teacher and I love, not that I didn't love his first grade teacher. Uh-huh. Um, but in, in second grade, we had a very laid back teacher. I absolutely adored her. And I think that that was a healthy place for Matthew. But if you remember, you, Cliff, not you, the audience, if you remember, I said to you about halfway through the year, I'm starting to get nervous because Megan was already in the third grade and I knew the requirements that were, that he was going to have to meet. And I'm saying, I'm, 
you know, I love her and I love that she's laid back and, and that she's taking this route with the things that she was doing, but it's starting to make me a little nervous as to Matthew going into the third grade. Yes. And so now we're in the third grade. Ba- basically, and it was very, by laid back, you mean the amount of work that was expected of exactly. him. Exactly. Exactly. Especially amount- compared to the amount of work that was expect- expected of him as compared to the amount of work that was expected of our daughter from a different teacher in the same grade. Right. But you have to remember, Megan was after that cutoff. Megan came yes. Megan came two months after that cutoff. So she was required to stay back. So she is a year older than everybody. Or 10 months older. Or 10 months older than everyone in her class. Right. And so it, it's... Um, but here's the deal, though. What we're, what I'm saying, though, is that the course the course load in of second homework grade was different. Was different, and and so much that it it really prompted Megan to have to do more. She she was pushed to do more. Or did she get the work because she is that type of student? Yeah, because not everybody. Because I was very involved in Megan's second grade class also, and not everyone was doing the amount of work that Megan was doing. So a lot of that you think a she lot of that on was Megan herself. bringing that on herself. Yeah. She was bored, and and the teacher needed to keep her occupied. Right. Um, because that is, Megan is a very self-motivated, um, child and, and she was finishing her work first and she was getting bored. So she had to have a little extra, but still, I, I do believe that the laid back approach and not really pushing a student to, to, and, and, and creating a drive within them. I I don't know if you can create a drive. I don't think you can create a drive within them. Um, I think the expectations were so low. I, I, here's the deal. I I think that Matthew in second grade got by with way too much. And and yeah. or or let me just put it this way. I think Matthew got by with way, way too, too little. little. Right. You know. Right. And so we started, you know, well not we. I started to get nervous, you know, is he going to be able to hold up to the expectations of the third grade? Now, the thing is, is that in our elementary school, kindergarten, first and second grade are all on the lower level or the first level. And then you go upstairs to the third, fourth and fifth grade. Right. And it is completely different. The two worlds. Yeah. <laughs> is, is That's how that's how me as a parent um, looks at it. And I know that the, that the first and second graders downstairs, they're like, Oh, when I go upstairs and it's like this big thing, you know? And, and so it really is like two worlds going on in this one school. And, and so Matthew went upstairs and I'm freaking out again. And, and, and his classroom experience this year with the teacher is, is again, unique. Uh, and, and, you know, it's, it's, it's obviously the teacher has lots and lots of children Mm -hmm. and, and so therefore there's, there's, there are some issues with the fact that, you know, again, Matthew developmentally, mentally, you know, maturity level, all that still, you know, noticeably, Mm -hmm. noticeably about, you now, know, 11 months behind now everybody in the else third in the grade class. is very noticeable. Yes, very. And and so I started to, you know, now this is to the point where we've shared all these things on on podcasts before on Family from the Heart about, you know, what what do we do? And, you know, he's struggling here and he's having a hard time here. And I just, you know, I, I feel so bad for him because well, I feel bad for all third, fourth graders in the state of Kentucky because everything is. But that's a whole nother podcast is my frustration with the school system. Everything they're they're not really learning our kids. They're not really teaching our kids anything but how to take a test because everything revolves around this test that they're going to take in mid-April. And and so they're not really learning these these simple things that they need. They're learning how to take this test and how to make the best score that they can on this test. You know, how to write an essay for this test. And and it's so it's all revolves around, but that's for a whole nother that's my frustration with the school system. Yeah. But um but so, so I'm I, starting to freak out and telling lot. you that, you know, I think we need to talk about holding him back or, you know, doing something because he's just, you know All right. So so that's where we've been. Yes. And, and of course me, you know, and I've shared in the past that I was held back and how even, even today I'm very bitter about that decision and, and stuff like that. Uh, recently you and I have had a conversation and, and, and it's like, you know, I really just every time you mention holding, 
you know, my son back in school. I just, I, I just get a little, you know, defensive. And, and every like, time you get defensive, I want to punch you because I'm like, I'm the one upstairs doing the work. Right. You know? And yeah. But the thing is, is, is that here, here's a, we had, we, I think a, a, we finally sat down and had a good conversation about this mm-hmm. where I think maybe for the first time I actually effectively communicated some of the things that actually are in my mind right. related to the topic to help you understand of, you know, kind of where I am on this. Right. And, um, so some of the things that I shared was number one in third grade, there are no grades. Correct. In our school system, there is no A, B, C, D, and F. You, you do not fail. You only have satisfactory progress, you know, area of concern or area of strength or area of strength. Yeah. That's, that's all you get progressing with help (laughs) or progressing with help. Exactly. So you really don't have a, you know, a little stamp. And I don't know if they do that because they don't want to the bruise the kids. Ego they, I don't know or, why they do that, but it's really frustrating. It, it is, is frustrating for for somebody like me. I'm, I'm I I very much you tell me you tell me where I stand today and tell me I'm subpar and you watch out. I'm going I'm going to be driven to do more. Right. I, I'm I'm a I'm a results oriented, you know, person. I want to see 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 things happen. With the exception of the fact that there were some other circumstances when I was in school that, uh, you know, that caused me not to care so much uh, <laughs> right. back then. But here, here's here's a couple things that I thought about this. Number one, I desperately want my child, you know, specifically Matthew. Uh, I want Matthew out of the third grade and into the fourth grade. Right. As, as soon as he is legally able to do so in the event that we continue to keep him in public school right. because I want to start seeing some grades. I want to know where he is. And I know that, you know, we can go in and we've had these parent teacher conferences so we could go in and find out. But even then we get these arbitrary test scores they are, and none and they of don't them match. match. None of none them of match them because match. a few weeks ago I had a, I had a meeting with the teacher just to see, you know, where we're standing, where we're, you know, what is it that we need to be working on? Because Cliff and I, this is after we had our discussion. I said, Cliff and I want to do everything that we can to get him to the fourth grade. And that's exactly what I didn't tell her why I just told her it is our goal to get him to the fourth grade. Right. We do not want to retain him in the third grade. And, um, and so, you know, she was telling us about, um, his handwriting, his writing. I mean, we're working on his handwriting. It's progressively getting better slowly, but he's left, he's a left-handed boy. I'm not expecting, no. you know, perfect penmanship. <laughs> um, but something so, we're, we're but working something on. That, yeah, w- something that we can read. Right. Although I did get him this week because he he did, um, what Our, did he do? Hold on, hold on. Just his definitions. Um, every every week they get their they get their spelling list on Friday for the next week's spelling words. And they also get a worksheet that's two-sided that is due on Tuesday. Okay. So um, he does his, he does his worksheet, gets that turned in. On Tuesday, they do. They choose five of their words to write definitions on. Um, Wednesday is five sentences, and then Thursday they write all their words five times each. So he had done his definitions at school, so that he wouldn't have homework on Tuesday. Right. And I said I have to check them. I have to, you know, I have to, and I couldn't read them at all. Okay. Like he had just he had rushed through and done them really quickly, like a boy would do, so that he could go outside and play because it was really pretty out. And I made him rewrite them. Good. Completely over. I said, "No, get a new piece of paper and start over." And how did that turn out? And then it was it was fine. Okay. Yeah, he, he could read it really good. Yeah, I and- could read it really well. He had misspelled one word, and I sent him back to spell it correctly. And you know. Everything was fine from there. And see this in and, and knowing that piece of information helped, you know, knowing yeah. that his handwriting was an area of concern, you know, the, the, the progress reports really don't communicate all that that well, well. And that's what I was getting to is. So I had this meeting with her and it's not his handwriting that she was talking about. It's his writing. It's his taking his thoughts and putting them into words and getting them down on paper that he's struggling with. And I know from Megan being in the fourth grade this year, writing is a huge part of the fourth grade. Right. They they write a lot. And um so got some got some um some ideas on on how to to help him with that um keeping a journal writing you know hey buddy we just watched the show go write down one sentence about you know um And is he what, doing that? 
Uh, not yet, because I have no idea what he's done with the journal that you bought for him. Oh, great. You, you kind of like took him out and bought him this journal and and then mom has no say in, in what's happening with it. And well, we need to, well, I, I'll tell you what, I so, will find it today because w- what I would like to do is regardless if he has homework that has writing built into it, then mm-hmm. sure, there's no requirement. But if he has n- either no homework or his homework is not anything that has to do with writing out complete thoughts and sentences, then I think we should require that he, uh, at the very minimum, write down, you know, his thoughts about the things that he liked most about his day. Well, right now, what he's supposed to be doing is writing down um, what's happening in his book as he goes. The thing is, is he's not reading right now either. Well, our our weeknights have been so busy yeah. that he's doing what has to be turned in so we can get out of the house and go do those other things that right. we have. To. So we really need to look at. We need to look at reducing our, the amount of other things that we're doing. Right. I've cut some things out yeah. already. But um. so anyway, getting back to it, had a meeting with her, felt so encouraged after this meeting that really we're going to be able to get him. You know, I've got these tools. I've got these things going on. We're going to be able to get him to the fourth grade. Mm-hmm. And then next week. The report card comes home and I'm back to square one. I'm like, I feel totally deflated. And, um, it, it, but it's a week later. How, it, it, how can things exactly. have changed in one week? Well, that's the thing. I don't think they did. I think that she had maybe made all of her notes before our meeting. And then, you know, or they, was they would have had to stay the same. I so. have no idea. It, 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 it is truly frustrating. And the thing is, is, is I don't understand on a scale of progressing with help where that where lands. That means, and when we, right. when I asked that question, I did not get a clear answer. So, so here's the de- Here's the deal. You know, I, I want to see Matthew go into the fourth grade and I would like to see some A's, some B's, some C's, some D's, some F's. And you know what? And here's and, and when I went to lunch with Stephanie the other day, this is kind of the things that I shared. Uh, I, I was held back a year. All right. And I was put into Catholic school. All right. I'm not Catholic, but I was put into Catholic school. And from from first grade, well, this, from first grade, the second time. Thank you, mom. Uh, you know, first grade, the second time, all the way through seventh grade, I was in well, Catholic school. In your mom's defense, wasn't the school recommending that you repeat the first grade? Yeah, the yes, they were. Okay, the school that she took you out of recommended that you repeated. No, the I Catholic think it was school. the Catholic school recommended. They it. weren't going to put you in the second grade. That's right. So she had no other option. So thank you, mom, for having my best interest at heart. Yeah, whatever. So, I couldn't spell cliff. Maybe you could like put that out there for people. Your mom wasn't just being mean. You couldn't spell cliff. This is true. Okay. I, Big ba- four letters, babe. I would, I would, I, uh, at the time we lived in uh, cliff. Because one of them's in there twice, just so people. Right. <laughs> I do know how to spell cliff. All right. So anyway, the thing is that um, I, back when I was in kindergarten and first grade right. in a public school, I went to Clifton Elementary. And at the time it was, you know, the, the mid 70s and uh, things while they weren't quote unquote segregated like they were back in maybe the 60s, um, things still, you know, racial racial tensions in. They're still high in Cincinnati. Well, yeah, they're still high in Cincinnati. But even back then they were very high right. compared to where they are even today. And in the school, it was it was primarily all African-American students. And there were two, you know, Caucasian or white children in this school, two. And I was one of them. And basically what happened is I was always just sat in the back of the classroom. And and it's not I don't know that they intentionally did anything, but really, honestly, they just ignored me. Let me do my own thing. Never engaged me at all. And I had straight A's all the way through past flying colors just advance on to the next grade here's your you know go ahead and collect two hundred dollars and move move on to you know go now i want to know how much of this is actually your memory of what happened and how you as as your seven-year-old distorted the information and you've retained that into your 30s i don't know because i don't remember anything from my grades of the first grade i i have some traumatic experiences from my first grade um, I have my own traumatic experiences from that time. Yeah. They just didn't have to do with school, but I don't remember, I re- I remember. grades from then. Oh yeah. I remember. I remember. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm well, just You got to understand this whole grade thing and being held back in school was a huge deal. 
I mean, this, uh, see, that's what you don't understand. You don't understand <laughs> okay. the, the the mental anguish I've gone through my entire oh my life. Gosh. Ah, no, seriously. But the thing is, is that in Catholic school, you know, right around second, third, fourth, fifth grade, I made a solid set of 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 low C's, good solid D's, and a couple occasional high F's. That was my; those were my average grades. Right. And uh, you know, my parents were the spanking type of parents, uh, and and so every report card is just like crap. You know, <laughs> not again. And and you know, the thing is, is of course, and 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 I will be. I'll tell you, I was completely uninterested in school. Uh, I I am not the type of learner that learns from books uh, and and never have been. And even today, I you know, all the stuff that I do with computers and all this other stuff, I've never read a manual in my life. But I sit there and I'm, I'm paid a good fair amount of money to teach people how to use technology. And I mean, I know how to do things with designing programs and all this other stuff that that blows people's mind. And not once have I ever taken a class nor read a book about it. I, I learn hands on. And uh, I was in school. They didn't give me the hands-on experience. Right. So I was uninterested in school and I never did my homework. Now, see, now that's something that I think maybe as a child. Maybe that had something to do with some maybe, grades. <laughs> exactly. But it, but the thing is, I mean, sure, I got threatened with the belt, uh, you know, at grade report time for not doing if I didn't do my homework and get right. the grades. But you know what? It's like, ah, it's every now and then I can handle a. You know, a spanking here and there. <laughs> and, and, it, and it was worth it to be able to play all night long with my friends. Oh, my goodness. And okay. G- going out through the neighborhood right. setting fires. Right. You know, because I was a fire Some above. tells me your parents needed to be a little bit more hands-on and belt well, off. Well, it, well, well they, they were hands-on, if you will, but uh, not necessarily in the way that you're thinking. Now, I mean, it wasn't that bad. They didn't beat me or anything like that. But um, I'd love if your mom listened to this episode. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> But here's the situation. I do love her. I do too. Uh, the thing is, though, is that I, as a kid, my mom and dad worked all the time. Right. They didn't have time to sit down and help me with my homework. And right. I had no interest in having them help me with my homework. Because you so, didn't want to do it anyway. But here's the thing. I I made straight F's, D's, and C's in second grade, third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade sixth grade and seventh grade every year every single year i just barely progressed to the next grade right barely by the skin of my teeth if i if my there are no skin on your teeth well why do people say that i have no idea i never so anyway just barely made it to the next level however the, now the thing is, is I I was not I was also I was also very much picked on as a child I can't in grade why. school. It was my big lips. You, you, well, I yeah, know, it, I know it, why. I'm it was just... my big lips, and and not only so I. W- <laughs> well, I mean, you're still the kind of guy who here's like, the funny looks thing. Like he could be picked on. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I love you too, Stephanie. Oh goodness, thank you so much for using my words of encouragement, love language. You're welcome. So anyway. Um, Here's the situation. I went from being the only, you know, one among the only white guy in an all black school uh, in a time when there was still a lot of racial tensions in the air. Then, then I went to an all Catholic school where I am considered the, you know, the non-Catholic, the, the, the pagan in the school. The pa- well, that's because you took Steve Martin. I did take tapes. Steve Martin. I mean, come on. Well, I did that because at that point I was just being rebellious. Okay. So I, I was not only was I not interested, but the thing is, is that, that I also just had issues. I mean, I was always picked on, you know, haha, you can't take communion. Haha, you, there's no first communion for you. And, you know, you, there's no confession <laughs> for care. you. As like, and then finally I started bringing my Bible to school and teaching folks and <laughs> that's when I, things really started getting bad when things really started to take a turn yeah but anyway so here's the situation you know i i got into eighth grade and, uh, and now you're in the public and school. i went over to the public school and the next thing i know i've got straight a's because you've done it all before exactly in fact when i got into high school by the way from eighth grade on for my entire life ever since then i've always had 4.0 GPA 4.0 from eighth grade on that never had anything less than that. 
uh, and that includes in college. In fact, in college, my freshman year of college, I was doing things in college courses in mathematics that I did in the sixth and seventh grade mm-hmm. in Catholic school. I mean, and it's like, it's like, this is all just repeat. This is all. So, so it was a little bit more advanced, but I say all that to say this, that I made straight C's and D's and I, I, I just barely got by. And I think that today I'm not doing so bad. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, I, I, I left, I left high school. I went to college and, and, uh, you know, I did, ex- I did excellent in high school. I did excellent in college. Um, and, and after I left college, I went on to a successful insurance career, top 15 out of uh, 14,000 agents in one of the insurance companies I represented, you know, I it's very successful. And now I've got, I consider to be a very successful business that I've launched. So I'm just saying that when I hear that my son is quote unquote struggling in, you know, third grade, it doesn't concern me as much as it concerns you. Right. You know, right. so let, let and, and then I say, you know, let's get him into the fourth grade. Let's not even consider holding him back another year for another year of school where we can't even get some grades out of the teachers. Let's get him into the fourth grade. Let's see in in English in in or what do they consider language it? arts language arts in social studies in history you know or well that's social studies. in uh, science. science and math, math. Let, I want to see what grades are, is he getting in these areas you know where are the D's where are the F's and it, it'll be those areas that we say okay let's come alongside him right you know and and stuff like that so. I think that was the first time I actually shared with you all of those thoughts that were going through my mind about school and how, you know what, I struggled in school. And not to mention the fact that Matthew um, has a lot of my tendencies. He, he very much is a hands-on person. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he needs to be engaged. And, and to be honest with you, the public school system probably and maybe isn't the best learning experience for our son. As I don't believe it was for me either. Now, am do I th- wish that I was homeschooled when I was a child? No, not really, not at all. Um, I I just I got by through school and I learned all the things that I thought were that that I needed to learn. There are a couple things I wish I would have learned earlier in life, but you know I I came along. Mm-hmm. But I think that with our parenting alongside public school, we can do really wonderful things. But also, we're also still keeping our mind open to some other options. So you want to tell people about um, what we had come up with this. Somebody had told us, who told us about, what is that called? It was Jeremy. It was was our friend Jeremy. Jeremy from our Uh uh, Bible study group. Yeah. Told us about, um, it's k12.com. Is that what it's called? I think think that's what it's called. Um, And it is... I, I can't really explain what it is. It is an online education. It's a charter school. I, it, yeah, is that what they call yes, it? Yes, absolutely. That's what it's called. It's a charter school. They have um, they have programs where they work with the public school. They have programs where they work with the um, with, with private schools, and they also have a homeschooling curriculum as well. And um, and so I looked at it, but I think we've decided that if the school decides to retain Matthew in the third grade, that we will homeschool him. Which I, I, I honestly, I don't see them doing. I don't think they will either. Yeah. Not, I, I don't um, see that they're, I don't, I do not see them possibly. I, I, Matthew, our, his teachers even said to us, I think he knows. He knows that. This stuff, but he. He doesn't want you to know that he knows. Exactly. And, he wants to skate by with the bare minimum. Right. And and you know what? I'll be honest with you. It's it's hard for me as a p- parent to sit down and have a serious conversation when I can't even show my son the grades. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, that's because you're so focused on the grades. I, am, I mean, there I, are other things that you I could talk about. And and what frustrates me is that when we have these conversations, you're like, wee, 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 wee. And then, you know, you're working and I'm left upstairs. Me, 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 me. And I, you know. It's hard to divide my time between the three of them. I'm not a fantastic parent. I know that and I accept that um, in, in dividing myself between the three kids is the area in which I'm specifically talking about right now. But um, but there are things to sit down and talk with him about, about you know, um, number one, we know for a fact he's not giving it his best. 
we can talk to him about putting his best into everything. Right. And which goes along with the, how do you encourage your kids to, to pursue their passions? Um, so there, there are things to be, to be talked about, but you're so focused on, I can't show him the grades that you can't see past that to see that there are things that you can talk to him about. Right. But, um, but so we, we've come up with some ideas, you know, to help him along. I don't think he'll be, um, I don't think he'll be held back in the third grade. He will make it on to the fourth grade. Um, he, and, and chances are, depending on what teacher he gets and what kind of expectation, you know, what kind of well, course load they give, he's probably going to struggle in the fourth grade. He probably will. But you know what? I don't think that that's an issue. I don't I think, think that that's a bad I thing. I think it could be the opportunity for him to say, okay, it's like, wow. It, 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 there came a time in high school where they started to tell me that my grades mattered. Mm-hmm. for for um for college for college mm-hmm. and as soon as i heard that it's like dude i i'm never getting a b again in my life right i i, I just i it's like, i don't care what happens you will never get a b out of me mm-hmm. it's it's a or a plus all the way and and as soon as i knew that that that's and so i think that i think now of course i don't think that in the fourth grade matthew's magically going to want to be the super overachiever but I think at the same time, I don't think that's who he is. I don't, yeah, and and I don't want I don't want to expect him to be anything other than who he is. But I want him to at least continue to grow and to mature and to and to learn the things that are appropriate for his age to know. And and I think that um, you know I'm I'm willing to say you know third grade let's just get him through it. Mm-hmm. All right, Let, let's. We're almost there. Fourth grade's coming. Let's take a look and see how he does in the fourth grade. At the end of the fourth grade, if we feel like he's falling behind, then I think it's probably time for us to take and and okay, it's time for you, Stephanie. I don't. I mean, it's time for us to sit down and make the decision to to say, okay, let's take a different approach. And we know that Megan excels mm-hmm. in 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 um, in school. Sc- in public school. We 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 believe that McKenna is going to excel, but then again, she's coming from that same Christian private school. We'll see how she does. She's older. Her birthday's in April. Yeah, exactly. So that's she doesn't have that going against her. However, and she's a girl. And she's well, and she's a girl. There there are clear learning differences between girls and boys. But I I, I say you know, and and of course we got to hope that Matthew doesn't hear this because if Matthew hears this, I can guarantee you Matthew will hear this. No, I'm I'm just saying. But if he, I'm saying that if Matthew heard this. I know what he would. I know he what would I would fail do. The fourth grade. I would purposely fail the fourth grade mm-hmm. if I knew it was possible that if I do extremely horrible in the fourth grade and I continue to get straight F's one right after the other and I seemingly am not getting any benefit from this fourth grade experience at all. Uh, if I knew that mom and dad would take me home and help me, you know, would homeschool me and help me learn in a way that is engaging and interacting and that can use interactive stuff on the computer. Oh, dude, he, he, it would, he would so fail fourth grade. Right. So we can't tell him that this is there, but I will tell you, I have no doubt that something like what I see through K12.com. Are you looking at? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's just like, it, it is this, it is, it, it's basically, I don't know how to explain it. Um, in fact, you know what, Stephanie, hmm. Do you know what would you send me an email right now and say and have Andrea um, contact somebody at K-12 because I think it'd be a good interview for family from the heart. OK. Would you agree to that? Yeah. I'm asking, do you agree that that would yes. be a good topic? Yes. All right. So I want to get somebody from K-12 and interview them. And if you email me, I'll have my VA um, to set that up. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it now. There we go. So there's there's a future topic. So anyway, these are the things that we're thinking about. But um, you know, so far we are we're a little concerned about um his being a bit you know his ability to go forward in the fourth grade um without a lot of struggle. But you know, I I don't want to I don't want to immediately just take away struggle. I don't want I don't want to always provide. No, I don't want to take away path. struggle. No, okay. Yeah, I'm not suggesting that that's what you're saying, but I'm just saying let, let's let him let's let him tr- see if he can let's see if he can take on the challenge that will be fourth grade. I think he just needs to know his expectations and he needs to know that we know that he can do it. Right. 
Hey, um, real quick here. Just want to say thank you to Mardell.com. M-A-R-D-E-L.com. You know, Mardell has now sponsored Family from the Heart for two years. And well, folks, I'm here to tell you. Yes, it's it's hard for me. To, no, it's not. I, they actually, they renewed. They renewed for another six months and just got the contract in this week. Um, I can't do that whole Simon the American yeah, Idol thing. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. No, seriously. That's okay. So Mardell has extended their sponsorship of Family from the Heart for another six months. That's another, uh, it takes them into, you know, what is that? 122 episodes of this podcast. Mm -hmm. So uh, we can't tell you how thankful we are for them. Uh, You guys hear us talk about Mardell.com. You know, if you, if you don't know about Mardell, go there, check out their site, Mardell.com, M-A-R-D-E-L.com. And make sure that if you do purchase something from them, go ahead and use promo code GSPN in the shopping cart. It gives you 10% off. And it also really helps us here at GSPN because when it comes time for renewal, you know, I'll be honest with you, you know, they, they, they are more, they're into this for more than just the return on money, uh, you know, as far as sales, although sales is a very big part of it. So, you know, I would love to, uh, matter of fact, one of the things I'm going to be doing with Mardell is, is getting a monthly report to kind of see where, you know, where their numbers are from the orders to kind of just really boost that up and to to continue to move it forward. Kind of like getting my own report card at the end of the month. But, uh, we want to encourage you to do that to use Mardell.com. Uh, they, if you're a homeschooler, you should be getting your materials from Mardell. Seriously, they have, I, I got to visit them in Kansas City, got to go and fly out and see one of their stores. Unbelievable the amount of educational materials that they have. Here I'm sitting there thinking, you know, oh, this is a, this is a, this is a like family Christian store. You know, it's a family bookstore or a Christian bookstore. No, it's not. It is, it is. Matter of fact, it's um, Mardell Christian Education you know, and books, right. you know, so it, 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 they are very much into the education side of things. And a couple things that are coming up here, probably in the next couple of weeks, uh, we're going to have a new website to tell you about. Mm-hmm. And I guess I'll go ahead and say it. Uh, eventually you'll be able to go to something like, and it's details are pending, but possibly like Mardell.com slash GSPN. And we'll have a special page on the Mardell site where you'll have all the products we've ever recommended on our show. And uh, you, instead of just saying, you know, just, hey, right. go to this, go to that. But uh, we're just very thankful to them. And in coming weeks, we'll probably give you some ideas and recommended products uh, that, that we suggest that are very helpful and have been helpful to us. So mm-hmm. thank you, Mardell. Absolutely. All right. Always. So Stephanie. Yeah. Um, let's see before here. you move on down there. Yeah. You look at your list and think about what you want to say next. But, um, just talking about Matthew and, and school made me, <laughs> do you know what I'm doing tonight? Okay. What you're, what you're doing tonight? Do you know what I'm this afternoon? Do you know what I'm doing this afternoon? Today's Thursday. What? Yeah. I'm registering McKenna for kindergarten. <gasps> oh, yay. Yeah. And, um, it's just, it's just so I don't know, bittersweet maybe. <laughs> Our baby's going to be five in a month from today. Her birthday is one month from today. And, you know, we're starting that whole, we're, we're not going to be the parents of preschoolers anymore. Never again will we be the parents of a preschooler. Sorry, that was the okay. website. Go ahead. And, um, and, and so, well, I, I can't go ahead because it's like an interactive conversation and you're not interacting. I'm, so. I- Okay. It's a struggle, there. but um, I'm sorry. Randy just put on there. If you've not seen this presentation, it must. It's a must see, in my opinion. And it's Ted. It's a TED talk. Do you know what a TED talk is, Steph? No. I'll tell you later. Okay. Um, actually, I'll bring it up here because there's probably a lot of people here that don't know what a TED talk is. But this TED conference is um, people from all different walks of life just come and share very short, brief, and very insightful and impactful content with the world just sharing really awesome stuff okay and and um you have to just go to ted.com sometime ted.com and uh and actually i think if you just go to ted.com slash talks but they're called ted talks and she's saying you should this is a must see it says um ken robinson says schools kill creativity 
So yeah, I, I'd like to, I, I love the, te- the quality of the Ted talks. Okay. And so I'm definitely going to check that out. And I just, in their chat room, I just wanted to write, Randy, will you please email that to right. me? Okay. So no, I apologize. Now okay. go ahead. No, I was just, I was just saying that we will never again be the parents of preschoolers and what, what that means for the next stage of our life. I mean, really this fall we are moving into a new stage of life and um, as far as parenting goes and it's just different and, and it's kind of bittersweet and that's all. It is bittersweet. It is. Yeah. More sweet than bitter. Um, eh. For me. For you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, but this afternoon I'm taking McKenna um, for her checkup at the doctor because she needs a, a um, an updated um, immunization form and she also needs a, a school physical mm-hmm. and um, her physical from last year from her four-year-old checkup will work because it just has to be within a year but she's getting ready to get a new one anyway when she turns five so I called and I said can I just do this now and and just get it all over with and and our insurance said yes that they cover it and the doctors you know obviously they scheduled it so yesterday morning um the doctor called to confirm the appointment. The doctor's office called and I answered the phone and um, McKenna was in the room. I didn't tell her she was going to the doctor today, um, but she heard me on the phone with them. And so she being the very smart child, she has put two and two together and figured out that she's going to the doctor. She is so stressed that she might get a shot. I mean, really, like, really straight. Yeah. You wouldn't think that, I don't I mean, know. I know I would think she is right. You would think because she. Oh, I remember you know, being right. stressed. Um, but this morning before school, she was just snuggled up to me on the couch, and just every few minutes, she'd be like, "I don't want to go. I don't want to get a shot. Can't you just call them and ask them if I have to get a shot?" And I'm like, "We'll we'll find out when we get there." I, oh, Stephanie, we'll find out when we get there. you could. I don't least think call. She, no, but this is what but I was. You should if call you would let me. If okay, you would go let ahead. Me go ahead. Story. I will let you. Um, you said it was interactive. It I'm is. just kidding. Go the ahead. last time. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, uh, that's so at least now I'm, you're looking at me, so I feel like you're listening. Okay. But um, but what I told her was that, okay, this isn't what I told her, but I know that your immunizations are supposed to be every so far apart. And so I don't know if being that her, her physical is a month early if they'll give her her immunizations or if I'll have to take her back next month to get them. Right. And so I was telling her that, you know, you might not get them today. Well, you know, we might have to go back and there's nothing wrong with being a little nervous about something. Oh, there's nothing wrong being nervous, but man, I, I, I she'll get to school. She won't think about it until I get there to pick her up. Babe, if she's my daughter and she's (laughs) nervous already, she's thinking about it right now. She's more my daughter. Well, I'm, I, I'm just I saying. asked her this morning. She was snuggled up to me and I said, whose girl are you? She goes, I don't know right now. <laughs> <laughs> Which pretty much means you're putting me in harm's way and dad won't come rescue me. <laughs> that is so funny. I don't know right now. Uh, but yeah, so registering McKenna for kindergarten is, it's a sad thing for yeah. me. You know, I, I said that, you know, without thinking about it, but you know, it, it is, it is bitter because I don't want to see my, you know, I, I want, she's I want our my, baby. I want she's going to be five. I don't want to see any of my kids grow up. Right. It's like, I love just hanging out with them and, and just seeing them experience the world through such innocence and right. stuff like that. But at the same time, I do want to see them grow up and I want to see them mature. And, you know, I'm looking forward to, you know, five days where you and I get to hang out and do things or at least, you know, more days of the week and time. Right. But of course, kindergarten is still only half day. It's half day. She'll actually Is it be more than what she's. She'll at be gone preschool? less hours. She'll be gone less hours a day than she's gone now. Oh, like right okay. now, she goes. She goes from ten to two, and um, when kindergarten starts next year, she goes from twelve thirty-two to three forty. Okay. Okay. Which I know are very odd. T- why? Why afternoon kindergarten starts at twelve thirty-two? I have no idea, but it does. <laughs> That's crazy. It does. And um, so she'll actually be gone less hours a day than she's gone now, but she will go on Mondays as well. So it works out to the same amount of hours a week. Right. Because now she goes on Monday. And um, so I'm just, I'm, I'm really sad. I'm really sad. I don't, I don't want another baby. I'm, I'm not looking to enter that stage of life again. It just makes me very sad because this is where Megan was when we had McKenna. 
you know, we were registering Megan for kindergarten and I thought, you know, um, the same thing, my baby's turning five. And, you know, one thing that, that getting Megan to understand is that, you know, yes, she's the oldest, but she'll always be my baby. And, um, and I was just talking to my sister on the phone when I came down. That's why I was late coming down here because I was talking with my sister and giving her some advice and her son is seven months old and, um, she's expecting another baby. They'll be 11 months apart. And, um, and I told her, I said, will you call me when Riley, who is, will be the new baby, um, that'll come this summer. So you call me when, when Riley's turning five and tell me, you know, or better yet, I have a preteen. When did that happen? Yeah, no doubt. When did it happen that I had a preteen? You know, you, you call me when you're dealing with that. And, and so we were joking and laughing and, but you know, we're, we're entering in to a whole new stage of life where McKenna will now be elementary school and McKenna and Megan is going to be a teenager soon and well already acts like one, but it's just, it's just a whole new stage of life. Yeah. That's all. Very cool. Um, well, let's see here. It's cheap dates, Stephanie. What, what are some ideas on cheap dates? I don't know. Have we ever been on cheap dates before? I'm sure we have. I, I just have, you know, real quickly, I, I have some ideas. We we took our 10-year wedding anniversary at Chipotle. I mean, does it get more <laughs> cheap than that? <laughs> that? Now, that's a unique story. Yeah, but they bought our dinner. They bought so our it dinner. Was like so it, was super, it was super cheap. Uh, he didn't even buy me dinner for our 10th anniversary. No doubt. No doubt. Although you wanted to go there. We chose to go there because we wanted to, we were... Um, we were planning on sitting down and talking about our goals for the next five years, which was not leaving insurance and no, starting our own business. <laughs> was, yeah, that, that, I'm, I don't even know what happened to that piece of paper, but I'm, it's. I think that actually got all, lost in my lost journal that okay. walked away. Oh, okay. So that's all null and void now. But, um, but we wanted a place where we could sit and be undisturbed and, and not have to rush through writing where out where we could sit yeah. down for a couple hours and just sit and, and just talk. talk. And um and at the at that time, well we still know we still know the people who work at Chipotle, but the managers back then we knew well. Yeah. <laughs> because Scott that's and Steve. Yeah, Scott and Steve, absolutely. And when we um uh, when they first opened and we were going there and you were working in insurance, we had Chipotle like three and four times a week. It was insane. It was really insane. So um so they they knew us very well, and we go in and um, just jokingly had said, "Yeah, he brought me to Chipotle for my ten year anniversary," and and they they bought our dinner, and and they actually gave us like ten gave free burritos, like, exactly, like like a ton of free, yeah, yeah free coupons for free right. burritos, and and we did, and we sat there for like three or four hours and just wrote out our our goals and our dreams and blah, 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 blah. We blah. should, we need to do that again because I don't think we did that this, we didn't do it this anniversary. Year. No. And, um, I've got a, by the way, I got a new journal now yeah. and my journal that now when I write in it, um, it, I have the pen that keeps a digital copy of everything. And so I'll never lose those things. Right. So very, unless cool. you lose the pen. Well, no, cause it backs up. I, I sync my pen every day to my computer. Unless you lose it before you sync. <laughs> well, yeah, that, this is true. Just a worst case scenario, right? I love the, the optimism that my wife has. Yeah. It's so amazing. All right. So anyway, cheap dates, uh, that there's obviously going to Chipotle right. and just hanging out for a couple hours. And you know, but seriously, no, that, that, you know, t I don't think we should gloss over that. Obviously I wouldn't, I wouldn't suggest that for the average person in your anniversary. Uh, but which again, we no. started off the show saying we're not quite your we're average. We're not quite couple. average, right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, but the other thing is, um, the other thing that I was going to say is that just the idea of going out for an inexpensive meal at a place where you can sit down and just talk and right. dream together. Right. That is that those sometimes the only thing you're, especially if you're if you are married and have kids especially if you have little kids, sometimes all your wife needs is to be clean, grown up conversation and someone else to wait on her. Yeah. Like sometimes it's literally just as simple as that. Yeah. I know that's the case for me. There you go. And so there's a, there's a bunch of places where that could happen and it's not that expensive. And so um, the other thing I think is important to understand is that when you have kids, 
I think it's important to be on a date, you know, go out on a date night or on a date uh, where it's you and your spouse without any kids, a minimum of twice a month. Or, well, actually, let's just say a minimum of once a month. Mm-hmm. And and I would suggest a minimum of, of twice a month. I, I, I would, that would be the suggestion. Um, you and I are blessed now because of the way that we've changed things. We do get out usually once a week by ourselves for lunch Mm -hmm. most of the time now and not to mention sometimes even more than once a week at times and then we get these promo oh by the way you could start you could launch your entire (laughs) your own podcasting network and then become a member of the press and And go see free movies and go see free movies which by the way aren't we going to see a free movie tonight we are we what are. movie are we seeing? Um, the Bounty Hunter. The Bounty Hunter mm-hmm. with uh, Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, and Gerard Gerard Bar- Butler. <laughs> I can't even say his name anymore. Right, and yeah. so we're looking forward to that. Last week I we am. saw the, our family wedding, which is hilarious. Hilarious. It is a funny, funny, funny movie. It really was. It, it was really a it was. was a funny movie. So very interesting. I would encourage you. It it, it has the girl uh, America Ferrera mm-hmm. who played who plays Ugly Betty. Ugly Betty. Yep. Uh, which I show never really got into myself, but uh, I know Stephanie liked a lot. But anyway, it was a it's a funny movie. Uh, the premise of the movie is that you have um, this uh, an African American man mm-hmm. who has fallen in love and is now engaged to America Ferrera, who is a Latino woman. Yep. And the whole friction here is between the the families, you know, the this bringing the families, the together, Latino right. family and this African American right. family who are somewhat racist towards one another and uh it it is it is very funny it is hilarious it really was um it's a good date night movie i would say it was yeah yeah it was very funny right and so of course going out that's uh, going to a movie um i would suggest a cheap going to a movie is not always my um first suggestion no for a date night no while it's fun to get out and see a movie in a theater you it's, don't talk it's the car ride to and from that's usually a little bit more right so just engaging. take a car ride just take well and that's that, not cheap anymore because of gas <laughs> no, well you figure actually t- I, but, I just i would i, I want to argue that okay. really you know if you want to if you want a date night or or let's just say a date a cheap date uh, i would say put 20 bucks worth of gas in the car and drive it till it's empty seriously just you and your spouse drive hop, it till it's halfway empty and, and then turn yeah. around and drive home <laughs> well there you go that's that's a good one you don't want them to get stranded yeah just go for you know get out into the country you know and 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 and, and just drive and not necessarily that you have to be going to a destination, but but just to drive, just to talk, just mm-hmm. to communicate. And, and, and um, you know, also just you know, maybe you drive to the closest little place where you can get some ice cream and sit outside and and talk. Uh, you, you get the theme here of, of just how <laughs> communication. valuable. Yeah, communication is. These are the th- oftentimes dates are like, man, we go to these places, we go to these functions, we're going out and we're meeting other people and we're doing this. It's like get some alone time. That, that That's something that I think is critical. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of things you can do. I, I think I think going out for a meal alone, it doesn't have to be a fancy restaurant. It's going to cost you 80 bucks. Uh, you know, you could I mean, just I mean, you can go any place that just will let you just sit in their in their restaurant for a while and mm-hmm. and leave you alone. It, I mean, heaven forbid you go to Wendy's, but uh, you know, it's fast food, right. but I mean, if if you if you need to go go to Wendy's and just sit there for a couple hours with your spouse and and you know, have have dinner and and get yourself a little frosty for dessert or whatever right. and and just hang out. You know, so there's there's a lot of ideas and I think date nights are important. And, Absolutely, uh, they are. And and I will tell you, we struggled for the longest time with this thing called child-centered parenting, where you know we felt like it was wrong of us to leave our kids, and uh, that's not good. It's not good. I remember um, Megan was three, maybe I think she was three, and she said, um, "You need a date." <laughs> yeah. I mean, even at three, she could realize and recognize that we needed to be out away from them. Right. 
Hey, folks, I'm going to let you know um, it, we are at an hour now. Okay. Uh, so basically what I want to say is uh, next week we will cover the question of, you know, what what do you do to encourage your children to pursue their passion? And I'll read the question as it was written in the forum that Chrissy put in there. So, Chrissy, I'll get to that next week. Um, and again, people, if you didn't pause the recording before, the, the recording is almost over now. Will you please call us 859-795-4067 and suggest some topics for us. Uh, ask us some questions. Suggest some topics. 859-795-4067. And Stephanie, I'm going to, I'm doing this at the end of all the shows today uh, to, to let people know that, you know, the Lost premieres, the Lost finale party is coming up. Even if you don't watch the TV show Lost, I would encourage you to consider coming and meeting some other people in the gspn.tv community. It's going to be awesome and it's going to be fun. There's already going to be there's already a lot of people signed up. I would encourage you to listen to this and then also a call to action at the end to go and register in RSVP for this. So, until next time everybody, join, join the, the community. community. You've followed the story. Do you think we crashed on this place by coincidence? You've listened to the podcast. It's destiny. And now it must come to an end. You and me are getting the hell off this island. But not before Cliff and Stephanie throw a lost series finale party. Pack your bags. Make your reservations. We're going on vacation, baby. 5 p.m. Eastern, Sunday, May 23rd. The Lost Series Finale Party. We need to get to the safe house. The party will be at a secure facility, but you must RSVP to get in. Open this door! Don't miss the GSPN Lost Finale Party. It's your last chance. Well, thank God for second chances. Sign up today at gspn.tv slash lostparty.